My name is Sarah Dudnitz, and you're listening to PR Hangover, a public relations podcast brought to you by Grand Valley State University's PR SSA chapter. All right, everybody, welcome to PR Hangover, and I'm very excited to have a guest that you might recognize if you've been listening to the podcast for a while back with us, our former PR Hangover director, Courtney Fogel. Courtney, thank you so much for doing this for me. I appreciate it. Thank you. I am tuning in over the phone all the way from Vegas right now to do this podcast. So I'm excited to come back on the PR Hangover and talk about some relevant stuff. Yes, and we are so excited to have you. And obviously having a virtual phone call podcast isn't exactly ideal, but um, I really, really appreciate it. So do you just want to give us like kind of an update on your life? Like what have you been up to since you graduated? Yeah, so the last time I was on PR Hangover was in August, um, and I was just about to move to Vegas. So I graduated in May or April, and um, I had a couple of online classes to do over the summer, and then I finished out, and I moved to Vegas to do an internship. So um, passion is entertainment PR, and I felt like Vegas was the place to be for that because it's Vegas. There's entertainment everywhere you go. Um, Honestly, I think I made the right choice definitely just because I've been so thrown into the environment and the industry. I interned at a company called PR Plus. Um, They're one of the the biggest entertainment firms here. They have a lot of different clients. And I was there with them for a month before I joined Ivory Star Productions, which is a company that produces shows and events. And so we have several different shows that are on the strip. We have um, a really big holiday Christmas light event. And it's been really fun to dive in and do marketing, PR, advertising, kind of wearing all of the hats. Um, Yeah, so that's kind of an update on what I've been doing. And I'm learning new things every single day. That is so awesome. So cool to see just having known you for the past, you know, year, like all of this happened. You are doing so well. We are so proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, this is something I guess I've been working up to this point my whole my whole career um, throughout college. And it was I was going to go into entertainment. I was going to move to a big city. I was going to do it. And I did it. And I'm really thankful for everyone at Grand Valley who was there for me and supported me and um, encouraged me along the way. That's awesome. It's very reassuring to hear too. So I appreciate that. Um, So yeah, we we will jump right in. Obviously, there is so much going on in our world right now um, with coronavirus, which is leaving no one unaffected. I mean, everyone is is affected by this. And from a professional standpoint, obviously, everybody has so much more on their plates than they did before. And they're suddenly trying to juggle so many things. And I think for younger public relations professionals, um, it's becoming sort of increasingly difficult for our voices and our opinions to be heard. And sometimes we need certain things that um, maybe people just honestly don't have time for. But let's say, um, I would love to hear your input on this. Let's say there's five things that I really want to discuss with my boss that I feel are super important, but my boss only has time for one. How how should someone go about that situation? Yeah, so one thing that's really different right now during coronavirus 
since we can't be working face-to-face, we're all working remotely, we're having video chats, we're having phone calls, we're communicating via email and text, and it's a lot different than it is working in your office. So I want to start out by talking about how you have those conversations in the actual office setting, because I think that's what we're most familiar with, and then how you kind of adjust that into virtual working. So one thing to to think about is what kind of environment are you in? Are you in kind of an open door policy type of workplace? Is the culture more kind of you set a meeting and that's how you get a hold of your boss? It kind of depends on what that structure looks like. And it's important that you think about that and say, you know, this is important enough that I need to set that meeting to set aside that time. And when you're speaking up about something, there's three things I think that you need to look into. And one of those is, what is your role in the situation? Um, So if you're a PR professional, if you're in communication, your role is to communicate things. And it's really important that you have good internal communication so that you can make things happen. So I think it's important that you you see that and you see yourself as as a, a pivotal component of the job. The second thing I think you need to look at is who you're talking to. As a PR person, when you're making a plan, you always want to think about your audience, and so that's kind of relevant within this as well. So say you're talking to either your boss or your client, and you have those five things that you need to say, but they only have this short window of time. You have to think about what is it that's most important to them. And that might not be what's most important to you in in your list of five things. And so... Sometimes you can just try to condense those into smaller thoughts um, and try to get all of the answers out within that short window. I would say always go for all five. Even if you don't think that you're going to have time to get all of those answers, try to make it quick, try to make it easy and ready to go and have it pre-planned so that you're not wasting your boss or your client's time, but you're also being efficient with what you actually need. Because if you don't get all five answers, then you're not gonna be able to go do all five things that you need to do. Um, If you really had to pick, I would say, you know, pick your top one um, and try to talk about that really quick and say, hey, I have a couple other things. Can we set up another time to chat? Um, Maybe we can talk later today, maybe we can talk tomorrow, if that's like, if that's what you have to do. When you're switching this from in-person to virtual, sometimes it's hard like via email to get five questions in and get an answer on all five things because a lot of times especially people who have a lot on their plate they're just not going to answer all five questions they'll answer like one or two things and then they'll believe the email they'll never get back to you so in my experience i have found that if you send out an email with a thought maybe a couple hours later you send out another email with a thought that way you're not relying on that one email Mm-hmm. to get everything across. Yeah, absolutely. I think another thing too, before we go into that a little more, is one thing that gets so easily overlooked is thinking, what can I take care of or what can what solutions can I propose to these problems so that you're not just bringing, you know, five problems to your client or to your yeah. boss, but also, you know, trying to figure out what you can take care of ahead of time for them. Exactly. So if you have a concern, if you come with an answer for your concern or a suggestion for your concern, that works. Um, you can always, always give them an idea so that it shows that you're not just coming with them 
with a problem. You're coming at them with a problem, but then also a solution. Mm -hmm. Um, If it's something that they need to make a decision on or it's something that you need an answer from them on that is knowledge that they would only have, you can always... um, you can always like try to probe different ideas if they if they don't have the thought out right away. You can try to like think ahead of the game and come up with an idea for them. I always find that that's really helpful if if you're caught, catching them on the spot and they're not like fully prepared to have a conversation. If you have some pre-prepared thoughts. Mm-hmm. And again, I think that goes back to what you'd said with knowing your audience. So knowing how to approach them and that and what to say um, and that kind of hits on another point that you said how like figuring out what the best way to work with them is so you said don't just bombard them with a bunch of emails but spacing them out and figuring out that might work best for someone but that might not work work best for someone else because you know we have a lot on our plate but so do they so um I don't know if you have anything else to add on that yeah I would say the last thing is, is always think of the time and place Um, If you know that they have a really stressful meeting coming up or if there's just a different factor that's happening, um, maybe don't don't bombard them at that time. Um, Think about what their day looks like if you're working directly with them. If you're at home, um, it's kind of more difficult to do that. But I think, again, just knowing your audience, you can kind of feel them out and see what what exactly works best. Mm -hmm. And another thing that this kind of relates to, sometimes during a crisis like we're experiencing right now, or even just on a normal day-to-day basis, sometimes your boss or your client might want you to do something or ask you to do something just because they see other people doing it. Um, And deep down, you know that that's not the right move. Um, In, you know, a situation like this with a global crisis happening um, and everyone having so much on their plates, how, as young PR professionals, can we sort of navigate that? Yeah, I think an aspect of PR is to kind of be that voice of reason for your client or your CEO or whoever it is that you're working with. And so sometimes they'll have an idea that they might see from a competitor or they might see from a big brands like Nike, and they'll say, hey, I think we should do this. We, we need to do this. Um, and the only evidence that they have behind that is just what that other company has done. And so I think when you come across a situation like that and you know that it, A, it won't work, or B, it's not logical, um, or C, I mean, sometimes it might not be ethical, it's important for you to take a step back because you might want to say, no, 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 we can't do that and just say that right away, I think that can cause some tension. And so it's really important to take a step back, say, sure, I'll look into this, I'll do some research and get back to you. And then actually come through with that research and say, I looked up X, Y, and Z, this is why it works for this brand, this is why it's not working for this brand. So basically you're kind of making a little SWOT analysis and you're looking at your strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. And you present that to them and say, this works here, this works here, this didn't work here, our company, this is our goal, and this doesn't meet our goal, or whatever evidence you have to back that up. Because if you come to them and just say, no, that doesn't work, they're going to want to know why. So like we had talked about before with giving an alternative suggestion, 
I think that's something that's super necessary in this particular um, type of situation because, again, if you say, no, that doesn't work, a lot of times they're going to be like, but we're going to miss out on an opportunity. And so in doing that, you can say, hey, this might not be the best fit, but let's try this instead. Have you seen um, any examples of this anywhere? Yeah, actually. Um, Today my boss emailed me a link of a blog post from Muckrack. It is called This Month in Bad PR Pitches, Coronavirus Edition. Uh Uh-oh. And, yeah, (laughs) I've seen seen a lot of brands kind of coming forward with different coronavirus-related content, um, and some of them are just not working. And from a media relations standpoint, the journalists are getting really frustrated because pitching media during this time is is difficult and it's different and it's not just throwing out a normal pitch. It's it's some people are just doing it completely wrong and they're they're trying to tie into a pandemic um, when it's a pandemic. So it's important to think about what you're doing and what effect you'll have, whether that's from a PR standpoint, whether that's on social media, or um, whether that's with internal communication. You always have to be really careful, especially in a time like this, with what you're talking about and what you're putting out there, um, because you don't know what kind of reaction you're going to get. And so one company may have done something well, but another company may not be doing something well at all. Um, But they think that since they saw someone else do it, Mm-hmm. I think earlier you just said the phrase like time and place and it really is as simple as that and I think there's such a fine line between like providing content that is actually meaningful for your audience especially during this time mm-hmm. and then just trying to sort of profit off of a crisis which is obviously not something that you want to do so um, yeah I think that's really interesting yeah there's there's definitely a time and place, and I can give an example of something that I that my team just did. On Saturday, April 4th, it was National Hug and Newsperson Day, and so my team, one of my clients, is a show that is on the strip, and it's called Friends and Musical Parody, and we thought it would be really cute to send virtual hugs to all of our media contacts. So we sent out a video press release. And we coordinated with the cast to take videos of themselves. I wrote out a script that basically said, we know we can't be there for you in person, but right now we're seeing you virtual. And so thank you for everything that you are doing um, during this time. And it was just a message to those journalists in all of media contexts. It was nothing at all about our brand. Like It was simply like something really cute and thoughtful to send to them and say, hey, we're thinking of you. And we did that for that purpose. We're like, we saw that it's, it's National Hunger News Person Day, and we thought we want to show them that they're appreciated and that they're supported. And getting that email message, getting that video, they'd open it up and they'd smile and be like, oh my gosh, it's not another coronavirus pitch. So that was what we did, and I'll share the video with you so you can see it. But I think it's just being really smart and strategic when you're doing pitches during this time. Um, I mean, our show is dark right now. Nobody can go anywhere. We can't have a show. So we still wanted to be there and show support to our community. Mm-hmm. That's an awesome example of doing it well. I really like that. All right. Thanks. And to close, Courtney, do you have any advice that you want to share with 
GVPRSSA? Yeah, again, I always, always would say to continue getting involved. And I know that right now it's kind of an unprecedented time and it's kind of, you're not really sure what's going to happen. You're not really sure if you're, I mean, your graduation ceremonies have been canceled, so my understanding, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And, um, I mean, having an in-person internship right now, it's just, it's all up in the air. It's, you're not really sure what's going to happen. We don't know how long this is going to last. But I think you, you can't take this time and be like, oh, I don't have to do anything. You still have to do things. You still have to try to build your portfolio. You should still be trying to get involved. You should still be, if you're, if you have a blog, put engaging content on a blog, like maybe start a blog because now more than ever, you have to be virtual. And if you're trying to brand yourself and make yourself um, wanted, I guess, by a future employee, you have to think of different ways to do that if you can't be face to face. And I would still encourage applying for jobs. I would still encourage networking. Like, have a video chat coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, send people messages on LinkedIn and say, hey, I'd love to chat with you about X, Y, and Z. I'd love to pick your brain about this and say, I know we can't get coffee, but let's have a video coffee. Um, I don't think that that is weird or strange at all. I think that's something that would be really helpful. And I think... If you do that, the professional will be like, oh, cool, in the middle of my work day, I can have coffee because they can't go have coffee anywhere. So, right. yeah, that would be my advice. And overall, just stay positive and lean on your support system. Even though you're not you're not together right now with TRSSA, like, I, I mean, you can still be there for each other. And, um, yeah, I mean, I didn't have to experience this with having online classes and all of that, and I, I honestly don't even know what that would be like. But my best advice is to try to proceed as normal and try to be positive out of this because this is something that is kind of once in a lifetime um, to have a pandemic like this hit you right when you're about to enter the workforce. And so you have to make the most of it and think think to yourself, you know, I can overcome this Um I can get through this and I can do that by doing, by trying to learn more, trying to spend this time researching more PR tips and tricks, listen to podcasts, um, just kind of try to proceed as normal, as normal as you can, but still, still try to get, like, build up your knowledge. And I would, I guess I would add, just don't stop believing in yourself and what you're passionate about because it's really easy right now to, to kind of dive into this. Well, nothing, nothing is the same. It's all gonna, you never know what's going to happen. But I think if you still believe in, in your goals that, and just try to focus on those goals, um, everything will go back to normal at some point. Awesome. Well, thank you, Courtney. Thank you. I hope you've enjoyed listening to PR Hangover. If you'd like, you can give us a follow on Twitter at GV underscore PRSSA, and you can check out our show notes at GVPRSSA.com.